Welcome to Hope Blooms, a podcast from the Early Pregnancy Loss Association. At EPLA, we seek to support women and families suffering early pregnancy loss by providing resources, education, and community. It is our vision that no one suffers miscarriage alone. Welcome back to Hope Blooms. I'm Emily Carrington, EPLA's Executive Director. And I'm Maria Servold, our President. Today we're going to be talking about Early Pregnancy Loss Remembrance Month, which is October, which begins in two days. So we'd like to just talk a little bit about what it is and why it's important and a little bit about how it's been at play in our own lives. Yeah, so... In 1988, I'm now reading the internet here, but mm-hmm. President Ronald Reagan actually proclaimed October as Pregnancy and Infant Loss Awareness Month. Mm-hmm. So this includes mm-hmm. early, late, and infant loss. And I think it's really interesting. 1988 was a year after I was born. It's the year I was born. <laughs> yeah. And so, and, you know, we, we had my mom in mm-hmm. to talk about how things have changed And so that's interesting that that was sort of proclaimed Mm -hmm. around the time of her losses. Mm -hmm. That would have been a couple years later. But I wonder what prompted it. Maybe we can find that out. (laughs) I wonder. Well, and I think it's interesting, too, because I think there's definitely been an original movement from the infant and later loss. Yeah. And I feel we've said many times that early loss has sort of ridden on the tails of this. Yes that that sort of paved the way and Mm -hmm. changed things. Mm -hmm. And now miscarriage has sort of found a space in that. Right. And so I I think, yeah, I I think that's interesting and a important way to... Mm -hmm. Give dignity to these losses. Give dignity and give some time. Mm -hmm. Because it's one thing, I mean, and we, you know, we support, people who have had these losses year round as do people who support those who've lost infants. But it's good, I think, and appropriate to have a special time of remembrance. It's sort of as helpful, I think, as to set up a time, a place to put your grief, if that makes sense, like a special time when you can think about it. And it's like, I don't know, I find that helpful (laughs) to sort of assign it a time where you can, it feels more appropriate to dwell on it more or something. Well, absolutely. And I, Especially, I remember after having multiple losses, I was very committed to like remembering my babies. That mm-hmm. was so important to me. And then I had so many losses that like due dates and death dates and all of that was starting to get confusing mm-hmm. and not actually helpful. Right. And I have found now, nearly 10 years later and nine years later, that having this set aside time slows me down. Yep. gives me a place for for each of them. And it it's sort of providentially is not unrelated to my, it, it's appropriate in sort of the grieving process and the anniversaries mm-hmm. for me. Mm. So my first loss would have been due in November. Uh, so October is sort of a good yep. preparation, mm-hmm. thoughtful time moving towards that season. And my second loss happened in October and mm. my third loss happened in September. So wow. this sort of fall yeah. time is like, I think I got distracted early on with like, I need to remember every single due date and every death right. date and every conception date. And suddenly that's like every three months. Right. And then you layer that by three and then it's, <laughs> yep. you know, nine times. Yeah. A year. Too many, too many numbers. And I know for you, yes, actually 
today. Yes, today is the anniversary of my loss. It was in 2012, so it's been 11 years. And it always sort of sneaks up on me somehow. Like I always throughout the year, I'm thinking of September, but then today I realized, oh, it's today. And that's interesting because then it leads right into October, right? Right. Yeah. And then my three living children were all born in September and October. So it feels sort of like redeemed. (laughs) But it is interesting that this happened. And and then when I had to have the DNC ended up being in October. So it is sort of interesting that it happened all that time. But it sort of does allow me this special place to that I feel like I can take the time to think about it and remember it and know that other people are, you know, remembering their babies at the same time. So Right. Right. I think that's important and good. And I feel like, too, from the perspective of the Early Pregnancy Loss Association, it's a good opportunity for us to get busy. Mm-hmm. Not that we're not always busy, but I feel this urgency yep. that we're going to we're gonna get things done and get things done in honor of our babies. Mm-hmm. So there's also in the month of October... There's also October 15th, yes, which is Remembrance Day. Mm-hmm. And one of the neatest things I think, that's, that's a national day, but there is also the International Wave of Light. Mm-hmm. And I think sort of as, as we get into October and sort of the dark months, especially here in Michigan, mm-hmm. I said to my sister this morning, I said, oh, it's such a fall day. And I, I do love fall. And she goes, oh, here too in St. Louis, Missouri. It's beautiful out. Yeah. And I was like, that is, that <laughs> that is, is not, not what, I meant. <laughs> what I meant. I know what you mean. Uh, what I mean is yeah. that the sky is so gray. I cannot see the sun. I cannot tell the clouds from the clouds. Yeah. The sky from the air yeah. is just like wet and walking through a cloud. And it has been gray for several days, three or four days now. <laughs> yeah. It's just gray. It's yeah. just so gray. And soon the trees will be beautiful and the sun will shine again and the air will be crisp. But the wave of light, Mm -hmm. I think, is such an appropriate mid-October activity. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I want to use this episode to sort of talk about things you can do, ways to recognize your babies in October, and also things we're doing. Mm -hmm. So explain the wave of light. yeah, Yeah, so the wave of light right now is... A has grown into a social media event mm-hmm. largely, mm-hmm. but the the basic idea you can do this very locally in your home, very privately, but also on social media as well, which is essentially just lighting a candle in memory of all the miscarried and stillbirth and mm-hmm. infant loss. And I think it is such a sweet way to remember. Mm-hmm. And I remember one of the first years we participated, sort of stunned how full my Facebook was mm-hmm. of of people posting their lights. Yeah. Either in honor of babies they've lost or in honor of friends. Mm-hmm. And so I encourage people on, on October 15th to to light a candle yeah. and to share. Do they say to do it like at a certain time, local time? So then it sort of is this idea of the wave going around the world. I believe so. I okay. think it has been 8 p.m. in the past. Yeah, but it's like as 8 p.m. or whatever <coughs> the time is approaches where you are, you know, you light your candle and then that sort of continues around the world, which is a really neat image. 
And yeah, that's a very simple and quiet way to sort of, you know, if you're not interested in <laughs> shouting about your loss, that's a quiet way to do it, which I think is great. Yes. Yeah, I think it's a really, and, and we will participate yep. this year as well. Mm -hmm. And we'll have more information on our Facebook page. If you want to honor a baby mm -hmm. in the wave of light, uh, we will light a candle for you. So please let us know and find more information on our Facebook page. Other ways, and often these are around the mm -hmm. wave of light in that mid-October date, are the Walk of Remembrance. Yep. So, so many communities have these now. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And imagine a simple Facebook or Google search would tell you if there's something near where you are. And there is one here in Hillsdale where we are. Yes. Yes. Put on by the hospital. Yes. We will either hospitals or groups like ours mm -hmm. do amazing things to organize them. It's a really beautiful experience. Ours, there is a short statements followed by a rose ceremony mm -hmm. and it's always it's always well attended and and our hospital keeps the names of the babies in the book each year so they're remembered mm -hmm. um and it just always strikes me we live in a really small town mm -hmm. where obviously we know lots of people and it always strikes me you know names of babies who have been lost uh that i didn't maybe didn't know yeah. about yeah. or had been lost a very long time ago mm -hmm. you know here we take a walk out to the lake and i think last year we blew bubbles this year, I think, is going to be the first year I take my, at least my oldest. Oh, um, yeah. I think she's finally ready for that. Mm -hmm. And um, I think it'll be uh, nice to have her out there. Mm -hmm. And in our experience, it's always been sort of a, a lovely kind of uplifting day. Yeah. Some families have t-shirts remembering their little ones. Uh, I have often gone by myself. It's been a very sort of quiet and private. I've also quiet and private and then i like stand in front of everyone yeah. and talk. Talk about, uh, <laughs> talk about the organization. Privacy is strange for me, yeah. but <laughs> and tell my story, but at the same time for me it has been more of a like individual experience yeah. of grief. Uh but like i said this year i think i'll include at least mm -hmm. my oldest. Mm -hmm. I think it's just a really great way to come together as mm -hmm. a community. Yeah, i've always noticed when i've gone that there's people there who I don't know, you know, because mm -hmm, we don't mm -hmm. know everyone in town. <laughs> mm -hmm. And so then it's, it's sort of like bring by virtue of just what the event is, brings the people out of the woodwork who've experienced this loss. And like suddenly we can see and support each other. It's like right. we know they're there. We don't, but we don't necessarily know who they are throughout the rest of the year or whatever. And then suddenly they're there in front of us and we can be there for each other. And it's such a good way for the hospital to minister mm -hmm. and care for these people mm -hmm. and i so i love that it in our community it's actually hard we keep saying like what more can we do for you and yeah. you know the hospital's already got it and coffee's already provided and it's just such a great way for them to say we love you and we see you yeah. and we care yeah. so those are really good good ways other things we've talked about this before right but just sort of taking time to honor I think ceremony is so important mm -hmm. in the human experience. Mm -hmm. And I don't think we do it enough anymore. Yeah. yeah. Physical, like birthday cakes are yeah, good. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, or buying a flower for the baby or, right. you know, something. Or if you were able to bury, going to the grave. Right. I think these, I think these rituals and these ceremonies are really, really important. Mm -hmm. 
And I, I think we sort of risk living at a time where everything is digital and everything is heady. Yes. And we're sort of told that like stuff doesn't matter. Yes. And right. Or don't, you know, like, don't, like I could find myself feeling like, oh, I shouldn't waste time on doing something like that, which is right. This, right. In my deep inner self, wasting Productive. time is the worst thing. <laughs> So it's like, you know, oh, you don't need to spend time on that. But you do. And it's okay if you do. And people will respect it if you do. So, yeah. So I think I think taking that that time for those rituals, read a poem, Mm -hmm. say a prayer, go to a gravesite. One thing I'm really excited about, we won't won't be done in the month of October, but we're working on buying a memorial bench for our local cemetery. Mm -hmm. And I think that's going to be a really important time and place and bodies matter. Mm-hmm. And and for people like me who were unable to collect the baby's body, we don't have somewhere to go, right? right. It's like, where would I go? The ER <laughs> for my remembrance. Um, and so if we have this bench that then we can go to and anyone, anyone can go to and it can be a physical place to remember their lost yeah, I'm really, yeah. I'm really hoping that by this time next year, yeah. Um, yeah. we will have raised the money and have mm-hmm. just a beautiful memorial bench mm-hmm. in the cemetery. So we have a plan. We have a way. Now we just need the money. Yeah. So... I think those those localized things, some hospitals have memorial gardens, mm-hmm. um, which is beautiful yeah. and amazing uh, and really important. So I think that's if that's available to you, definitely mm-hmm. I encourage that. Also, just local gardening, your backyard. Mm-hmm. I, I, I had a rough weekend and I planted a bunch of plants and my mom said like, wow, I'm impressed. Like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, things were chaotic. And I said, it was very therapeutic. Yeah. <laughs> to just, like, I had to do it. <laughs> everyone go away. And I'm yeah. gonna put the, well, I had to do it because I had them all sitting in my car before yeah. things got chaotic. But at the same time, it was like, I'm making space for this because mm-hmm. there is something therapeutic and life-giving. And then the squirrels dug one up and oh, stole man. it. Can't fight nature. <laughs> you know, and one thing we do regarding plants, we sell bulbs occasionally as a fundraiser. But even if you are not local, that's a good idea of a thing you can do is plant some bulbs in the fall, plant them in October during Loss Remembrance Month, and then they'll bloom in the spring and yes. give you a little wonderful spring surprise. Bulbs, trees. Yeah. I know many people who have many people who have planted mm-hmm. trees. And fall is a perfect time for both bulb planting and tree planting. And I feel like we talk about this in the spring a lot about that symbolism. But in the fall, too, as things are dying, to plant in the fall is an act of hope, Mm -hmm. is an act of life, is life in the face of death. I encourage you to, if you're looking for something to do this October, plant plant a tree, plant some bulbs, and hopefully they'll soothe your heart. Yeah. In in some months' time. Mm-hmm. So what else? What else do we have for October? Well, I also would always encourage our listeners if they are interested to email us if they're interested in sharing their story either on the blog or on here. But always feel free to reach out to us if you'd like to share your own story. But yeah, I really encourage you to look, search for things that are happening around you because I think a lot of times things like events, remembrance events, happen, but. You just may not know about it. Yeah. So let's talk about awareness for mm-hmm. a minute. So like 1988, 
and I don't, I don't think we're saying the same thing, but we sort of are, you know, we have this day and I think that awareness is still very important, very important, but I think we're in a good place. I think this is the Mm -hmm. time. I don't, Mm -hmm. I don't mean a good place as in like, it's all done. Right. But I think we're at a time where people are listening, where people are seeing. Um, I spoke to a group yesterday that they were all, most of them were all older. It was amazing how receptive they were, how I could tell so many of them had their own experiences Mm -hmm. and their own losses. And I can never expect to get out of those things. You know, no one ever just says goodbye. Um, They come tell me. Yep. And older men who wanted Mm. to tell me about their own losses and about their kids' losses. But also at the same time, how many of them were surprised when I said as many as one in four pregnancies and in miscarriage. When I said we distributed a thousand miscarriage kits last year Mm -hmm. or 1,100 and they're like, you know, in the state of Michigan, but it's like, and around the country, but they were sort of like, there's that much to do. Right, right. Oh, there's so much more to do. There's so, (laughs) so much to do. Um, And they were just so receptive and so encouraging. And and I said to them, I think awareness is getting better. Mm Mm-hmm. But clearly, if they didn't know that statistic, you know, our job's not done. Right, right. 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 And and so clearly, there's just so much. And you could tell some of them felt like they needed to share and they right. needed to say things. And maybe hadn't or maybe had and didn't have a place for it. Right. Especially if it was a long time ago, they might not have felt like anyone was listening. Right. So I think we've come a really long way. So some of the things we're doing for awareness this month. So I spoke to a group yesterday. I'm speaking to a ministry group mid to late October. And I'm really excited about that. A women's ministry group from regional Lutheran Mm. churches. And I am speaking, or I'm going to go hang out at the local OBGYN Mm -hmm. for lunch and take all of our care kits. Nice. So those are some of the things yeah. on our calendar. Like we're just hustling yeah. and and yeah, using this time as a prime time to reach out. Which even if you're not, if you're listening from somewhere far away, you can still spread the word. Like you know, post on Facebook that this month this is happening on the fifteenth. Say what's happening, just to sort of get people thinking about it and talking about right. it. Right, and it's so important to make those connections and those relationships and mm-hmm. to let to let providers know that our our care kits are needed and helpful yeah. to i i think people are starting to see that that this is a thing we need to do right and providers are starting to see and and pastors and so we're really committed this month to talking mm-hmm. to everyone that is listening mm-hmm. uh, we'll be running some extra podcasts this month mm-hmm. we'll have some or we will be having a weekly posting schedule this month because that information is just so important. I think there's awareness. I think there's a lot of talk. We've talked about this a little bit. I still think there's a lot of confusion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's hard. Not everyone can know everything about everything. Right. But I think, unfortunately, there's been like, okay, <laughs> we talk about why we need miscarriage education for like the woman because everything's coming yep. at her. But I also think everyone needs to know. Right. Because there's still a lot of misunderstanding about what a DNC is. Exactly. Yeah. Or a st- lot of misunderstanding about a, what a, 
ectopic pregnancies. Right, right. And I think if we misunderstand these things and don't clearly define them, it's going to hurt women and families. Right, right. So it's really important that people have a mm-hmm. basic understanding so that these, so mothers and grandmothers or friends, you know, there's a lot of misunderstanding about what a medicated miscarriage mm-hmm. is. Right. So, so right. much. And I don't think it has to be complicated. Right, right. I think there's a very clear distinction between a baby that has died yep. and other procedures. Mm-hmm. But I think, unfortunately, we've confused some of mm-hmm. these. And I I think that's sort of everyone's at fault. Right. And right. that's come from overlooking and not talking about miscarriage. Right, right, right. Yeah, like into, right until it's happening to you, but then that's not then that's isolated still. And one of the things that we've done from the beginning in our kits is to include specific medical information about those sorts of scenarios so that you can clearly understand what's happening and what your options are. Right. So also one of our other initiatives and goals is 100 care kits to Hillsdale County. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're working on it. We're getting there. That's a lot. They're sitting Mm -hmm. in my office, but that's getting us moving. And our vision is that everyone in Hillsdale knows where Where and how to get a kit. And uh, we're not there yet, but we're getting better. Mm -hmm. We also are sending 500 care kits to Metro Detroit this year. Mm -hmm. So that's very exciting. Yes, which it was super cool. Last It was last week, I guess. A whole bunch of college students Packed those, helped us pack those kits. Oh my gosh. Can we (laughs) talk? Boys and girls, and they were so speedy. (laughs) These guys, okay, well, they packed 500 kits in 90 minutes. Yeah. We could have done a thousand in three hours, but I used the other 90 minutes for them to help me clean up and carry kids back to the office. And I'm, I'm, it was a good use of time. But can we talk about how amazing these students were? Mm -hmm. Obviously, well, not obviously, I don't mean it like that, but there were some girls and women there who were very mature. All of them were very mature. Yeah. yeah. And there were girls and women there who were very mature and very much understand. And I think this is important awareness. We probably had 50 to a, what, 75, maybe even 100 kids through, eh, 50. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. We could get those numbers, but I don't know what they are. So that was awareness for every, even if they weren't thinking about it. Right. And they were all just like getting in assembly lines and going. And some of this stuff is easier than others to pack. So yeah. like packing the comfort items, right? Like mm-hmm. it's tea, it's lip balm. Mm-hmm. You're packing it in a pretty little purple bag. Yeah. Packing the education information. They were packing so fast they weren't reading. Yeah. But then I have got these Guys, over on the assembly line, just like ripping open packages of pads and just getting it yeah, done. Yeah. And they're not squirming mm-hmm. and they're not, and they are just like in it. Knowing what they're doing is important. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and letting like, that be the determining factor in yeah, there. Yeah. It was just amazing. Yeah. No one squirmed. No one was weird. Mm-hmm. They were all just sort of here for it. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's like a great. I don't know, maybe even generational marker. Mm, yeah. You know what I mean? Right. I don't see my dad and grandpa just like yes. packing pads right. for the sake of the family. Right. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, right. Uh, but there's, I think among the younger people, there's this understanding that like people, other people are going through things that I don't understand. Yeah. I and, mean, and they were yeah. also doing it for volunteer hours and yeah. competition. But and they homecoming. still showed up. But they still showed up. Yeah. Again. There were I, other things they could have done and they came to that. 
Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And they were just so, so great. And I was thinking too, that is such a circular benefit. Mm -hmm. There's 500 families that are going to receive care kits now because of these kids. Yeah. But we've also got 50, 20 year olds who know so much more about miscarriage than I did at 20. Right. Just because they were there. Right. Exactly. You know. And then going forward into their lives, they can know that and tell others about it. And yeah, it's it's sort of exponential and it's right. And like at any time that we're anywhere, you know, another a faculty member came over and we had a really good long talk. And I think there's some relationship building and Mm -hmm. things that can go from there. So like anytime we're anywhere we meet someone. Yeah. And someone's ready to talk or has something to say or something to do. So I'm really excited going into October Mm -hmm. here. Another thing that can be done, (laughs) shameless plug here, (laughs) is care kit sponsorships. Yes. And we would love to see those 500 kits uh, all have a card in them Mm -hmm. that say you're not alone. Mm -hmm. So those those are available. And those are available on our website. Mm -hmm. I'll include a link to that as well. But that was... That was something I really wanted to be able to do yeah. after my first loss. Was pass, pass it, uh, pay it forward, as it I were. I wanted yeah. to make a donation in memory or mm-hmm. honor. So that is a really... Concrete way to help. Concrete way to help. Mm-hmm. And someone else knows they're not alone. So, yeah. So that's... I think October's busy. Yeah. <laughs> Always reach out to us if you would like to share your story or have an idea or something. So... Yeah, be sure to pay attention. I guess an easy, really easy way to support us and and bring awareness Mm -hmm. in October is to share this podcast, share your favorite episode Mm -hmm. on on any any of your favorite (laughs) platforms, wherever you are. Share your favorite episodes and also feedback on our, on wherever you're listening. Mm -hmm. Give us a review. They care about those things. So even just a simple review is going to help bring awareness because it's going to put this podcast on someone else's mm-hmm. suggested podcast. Mm-hmm. So we would love to see continued growth in this way because there's just a lot of information that is available. And the more we talk about it, I think the better we are. Yep. So thank you so much for listening. Yep. And we'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to Hope Blooms, a podcast from the Early Pregnancy Loss Association. To learn more about how we and you can support women suffering early pregnancy loss, visit our website at miscarriagecare.com or find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thank you for listening.